0: or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. Welcome
2: in, Sparky's Midday Madness. Presented to you by the Milwaukee Admiral, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Adam Roberts, this thing has me stressed out. I, I really am getting stressed. I'm like, my hands are sweaty. Like, I'm getting very stressed over this MLB lockout thing. Now, I, I I realize the executive board, it looks like, have voted against this. Now, that's eight eight dudes. There's 38 total. So now they got to go back to their teams and the other reps on the other teams. Uh, talk to them. And then those other 30 votes. So they would need two-thirds of those people uh, to get on board and do this. So now what you're saying is these players have to now essentially be like, I don't care. I don't care what you think. I want 162-game paycheck. We're playing. I'm with it. I'm voting for it. And that's really what you're saying. Because now you're saying that the player reps have to go against those that have been in meetings the entire time. I, I, I think that's a big ask. Like I, I think that's a huge ask in order to have that done. Bernie Pleskov, um, who is a great follow on Twitter, former pro scout for the Astros and Mariners, does a ton of stuff uh, covering minor league baseball and prospects, and writes for uh, for Forbes. Uh, tweeted out: "I'd like to know how agents are impacting the current proposal on the table." That's a serious issue. Executive board is said to be against approving the deal on the table. Team reps are voting. Well, of course, you know, Scott Boris is involved. I mean, I I don't know how you can't think Scott Boris is involved. He's the most powerful agent in sports. He's got clients that are on the union side there. So, of course, Scott Boris is involved. I've said it before, and I'll say this again, folks. Listen, I, I for the life of me, don't know why, and, and Gary said his reason why. Just let him run the union. Just, Scott Boris, go. You, you go represent us. You're a lawyer. Obviously, you're an agent, you're, most, these guys are lawyers. You go. You go represent us. You, you go be that guy. Now, Gary's point when we brought I brought this up the other day was a valid one, which is, he don't represent me. He ain't trying to make me more money. He's trying to make himself more money. I don't want him representing us. As a player, I don't want somebody else's agent representing everybody. So I understand that. But the dude has swindled, suckered, whatever you want to say, these owners, and have given his clients stupid amounts of money over the course of time. And one, he understands how to get leverage against owners. He just does. Gets it. He knows all of them. He knows the GMs. He knows everybody involved here. Knows how to sweet talk or whatever the case may be. So, of course, he's in their ear, his his client's ears, telling them what they should be looking at, telling them what they should be concerned about, what what he wants spread to the other players. Of course he's involved. I think you're naive to think Scott Boris isn't involved in all of this. I mean, I think that's that's really a no-brainer at this point. That he's involved. Uh, coming up on today's show. i will to get to Don Chillis, Talk some college hoops with him. Badgers play uh, tomorrow. Uh, Marquette playing right now against Creighton. That game just got underway a few minutes ago. Uh, and that one is 10-9. No, no. Take that back. 12-7 Creighton right now. Uh, like I said, they're 13 minutes left to go in the first half. Long way to go. So we'll talk some Badgers. Talk some Marquette. Talk about uh, UW-Milwaukee. Maybe a little bit more of any names that he may be hearing out there on the rumor front. Uh, for the Milwaukee Panthers gig. So we'll get to all of that coming up. Plus, John Greenberg of the Milwaukee Admirals, soon to be the Milwaukee Fish Fry uh, for these weekend's games. Uh, And we'll get more details uh, on that and how you can get ticket packages and what all is going to be going on uh, at these games this weekend. First one coming up here uh, tomorrow night. The other one coming up on Saturday. So get your tickets now. We'll talk to John Greenberg more about that coming up in about one half hour. All right, so while we wait for this baseball thing uh, to play itself out, and we'll keep you updated regardless of who we have on the air as far as uh, what is going on one way or the other. Uh, here's Lou Merloni, uh tweeting about Scott Boris. Boris has five players of the eight on the executive board. He's a smart man, and the players should have listened to him throughout this process, but, capital letters, he wants the, quote, perfect deal, and nothing is perfect. That's Lou Merloni, uh, the former MLB uh, baseball player, and, and now with WEEI out in Boston, co-host of uh, Merloni and Ephoria, Christian Foria, the old tight end, NFL tight end. They do a show together. Uh, and I, I agree with him. They should listen. Now, the perfect thing, I, I'd probably get down with that as well. So we'll see how this all plays out. All right, so uh, I, I want to play this because this this had an impact on me last night when I saw the video. Uh, and I, I know Bart. I I think played it this morning as well on his show, but I I just just want to talk about a little bit from a parent perspective, I guess. So this is Tiger Woods going into the World Golf uh, Hall of Fame at the the banquet the ceremony or whatever, up at the microphone uh, and talking about how he got uh, to kind of where he is at this point.
3: We didn't know that we were going to have enough money for me to go to college or top college or be recruited. So my family made a tough decision and at the age of 14 and a half, we took out a second mortgage so I could go out and play the AJJ tour. Mom stayed at home, dad traveled, and we went and played. And I played the AJJ tour on our second mortgage. So without the sacrifices of mom.
4: <laughs>
3: Dude, took me all to the teacher golf tournaments. Dad, who's not here, but who instilled in me this work ethic to fight for what I believe in, chase after my dreams. Nothing's ever going to be given to you. Everything's going to be earned. If you don't go out there and put in the work, you don't go out and put in the effort, one, you're not going to get the results, but two, and more importantly, you don't deserve it. You didn't earn it. And so that defined my upbringing, that defined my career, and which allowed me to get into a great university like Stanford. From there, I turned pro. And Phil Knight is here, CEO of Nike. And at the time, Wally Uline was a president and CEO of Titleist. Very generous of signing a little punk kid from Stanford, 20 years old, to these exorbitant contracts first thing I was able to do was I was able to pay off that mortgage a, a very very powerful uh
2: piece there by Tiger Woods I'll get to that but first John Heyman Odyssey MLB insider team votes are coming on now delivered by player reps and so far they're in favor of doing the new CBA agreement so far players are going against the executive council hallelujah come on Finish this. They need two-thirds to get this thing done. Now finish it. Please, for the love of God, finish this. And, and there, I'm telling you, Ben Verlander came out and went after Scott Boris on Twitter saying he's not liking where this thing is going because he thinks Boris is involved. I read you Lou Merlerny, uh talking about this thing uh, as well. This thing is close. Now, they're announcing, so I'm assuming, how long does it take to, to announce all of these different votes? I, I would assume in the next, what? five minutes or so, I'm thinking uh, we're going to know whether or not this thing is is going to get passed or not would be my guess, right? Am I right about this, do you think, Adam? Probably my pointer finger on the mouse is getting a lot of reps today refreshing Twitter. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how this whole thing goes, but I, I just, I'm feeling better about this. Heyman's giving me hope again. Now, John Heyman has given me hope a lot here in the last week, so... Uh, hopefully, I don't get let down again at the last moment. But it seems like players are voting against the executive committee who are voting against the CBA. Five of the eight players represented by Scott Boris, the top-end guys, who don't like the fourth-tier luxury tax because it could affect, you know, the high of the high the Mets, the Dodgers, and, and those teams. But I feel like the rest of these teams are like, to hell with this. We want to play baseball. Let's get to free agency because they're saying free agency will start tonight if ra- this thing is ratified today. Tonight, it will start. Uh, which means guys can start signing with teams. Spring training would start about a week from today. The 162-game season would be on and would start right around April 5th to April 7th. Like, this all is lining up to be something here, and if we can get it done. And that is kind of what we're waiting for right now to see the official word from these writers that it pass. All right, back to this Tiger Woods thing. I'm sorry, I'm all over the board, but I'm fired up for this MLB lockout thing. That that's Tiger Woods piece, him talking about, uh, his parents taking out a second mortgage and him tearing up and getting emotional about, you know, his mom and his dad or whatever driving him to all these these junior golf tournaments and taking out second mortgage to pay for him to be on the tour and all this other stuff, and then you know Phil Knight and paying all that money and giving him some crazy contract in Nike when you know he's just a young hockey kid or whatever. So often, um, since I've become a parent, I I, I come across people uh, out and about where when you have conversations of, yeah, what do you guys got going on? And I tell them our crazy life schedule with the kids playing all the different sports that they play, and we got to be here at this time, we got to be here at that time, da-da-da-da-da. And I hear from the parent, yeah, yeah. I'm not that that's crazy. I'm not doing that. I, I get off work. I want to be done. You know, my kids don't my kids don't do that stuff. I don't want to be driving them all around. I don't have time for that stuff. No. Or um they they find out how expensive something is, or whatever the case may be. Um, and then it's like, oh, no, oh man, I, I'd rather use that money and go on a cruise with my wife, or I'd rather use that money and and do this instead, or whatever the case may be. But it's they have the money. It's just they don't want to put it. Towards that aspect, um, and they'd rather put it towards something that they themselves uh, would rather do, and that's why I want to hear stuff like that from Tiger Woods. It's such a cool story because, I mean, not all parents are like that. Not all parents are willing to sacrifice everything they have for their kid. That that's that's just not a thing. It, it's just not, and that's why I, I retweeted it. Um, and it said pretty much what I'm saying now that it's just not something that happens. You know, when I was younger and I didn't have kids, I just assumed all parents were doing this. I just did. I just assumed most parents were you know, if they had time, whatever the case may be, they'd figure out a way to get their kids from point A to point B if it was possible to make sure their kids could do whatever it is that they wanted to do, um or if you had the the financial uh ways to be able to help your kids do something that they love one way or the other that. Most parents would just do that, and since I've become a a parent and and been at this and, and talked to other parents along the way, I've realized that that is just not necessarily uh, the case. Just not necessarily the case at all at this point. Um, which again, everybody can parent how they want. I'm not telling anybody how to parent, but I'm just emphasizing the Tiger Woods aspect of taking out a second mortgage so your kid can do something. Like how many how many parents. Heard that and go, oh, yeah, I'd do that. Or, oh, yeah, I have done that. Or something along those lines. I I just, and I understand how good he was. So, you know, maybe it's the gamble of, oh, he's going to be a pro. We'll make all this money back. He'll buy us a house. He'll pay off our mortgage. It'll be all worth it. Just because your kid's really good at one age does not mean your kid's going to be really good at another age. Just because your kid is good in high school doesn't mean he's going to be good in college. Just because he's good in college doesn't mean he's going to be good in the minors. Uh, or in the pros, like nothing is guaranteed at any at any point. So if you're doing something for your kids, you should be doing something for your kids because you love your kids, not because you expect anything uh, down the road from your kids one way or the other. That also should be noted and passed along as well. So, if you are one of those parents that are doing this, thinking your kid's gonna be a pro and make millions and pay you back, shame on you because you're you're setting unrealistic expectations. For your kid, less than one percent make the pros. And That's in pick what sport you want to go to. You want to talk the NFL? That's what it is. What less than one percent of of people that play football, I think, actually make it to the NFL. Something crazy like that. MLB probably even worse than that. I'm not saying getting drafted or playing in the minors, but getting to the show and making your career even less. NBA same thing. So if you're doing stuff thinking they're going to pay you back later, uh, then shame on you because that that's unfair and unrealistic for your kid. Completely unfair. All right, C-Sparky for Adam Roberts will keep an eye on this whole thing going on with Major League Baseball. It appears the MLB Executive Committee, the Players' Council, has voted against it. However, that's only 8 of 38 votes. Team votes are coming in now according to John Heyman, uh, and as of right now, uh, the players are voting in favor of this CBA. So that is good. Now, can we just get the final numbers and end this thing? We'll talk more about that and we'll get down with Chillis as well from the Journey House College Sports Show coming up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. How about it? Major League Baseball, we got an agreement. Woohoo! The lockout is over. Yes, 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 yes. It's over. Let's celebrate. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. woo How excited and happy are you that this thing is finally done, baseball fans, Brewers fans, everybody? Are you excited? Or were you not as into this as I was? In which case, I'm going to be heartbroken. But but, but either way, I'll hear from you. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us. Uh, At 12.50 a.m., the fan, it is over. John Heyman uh, was all over this, and I am so, so happy uh, for uh, the players' union to get this thing done. John Heyman, union votes yes on deal. Deal is agreed to. Players' vote is 26-12 to in favor. Baseball will be back. We have an agreement in place. Now, according to the reports leading up to this, while the players were voting, while this was going on, this is what I can tell you and this is what I understand. So, as of right now, If this gets ratified, which I'm I'm assuming this will get ratified here in the next couple hours, whatever they have to do to ratify this, but it's already been agreed to. So this should be ratified here this afternoon. Once it's ratified, then MLB can set a time, whatever time that's going to be, for free agency in Major League Baseball to officially begin. That means the Milwaukee Brewers can officially start signing players if they like. Uh, and all of these other teams around Major League Baseball can sign, start signing players. You can start making trades. Just all baseball business will be open at some point later tonight. Also, according to the reports uh, that have been out, Major League Baseball that said originally that, well, we're going to have a couple of weeks here and, uh, you know, we're not going to start to the 14th or 15th. No, nope, that's not how this is going to go. Uh, The reports are that this thing will start somewhere around April 5th to April 7th. There will be doubleheaders involved in order to make up games that have been missed. But targeting April 5th to April 7th was the reports uh, a little while ago as far as when the season will begin. Also from a little while ago, according to reports, that spring training uh, will start... About a week from today, that is the timeline that people have been talking about leading up to this uh, at this point. Jeff Passon, players can report to spring training camps as early as tomorrow. Hmm. Opening day is expected to be April 7th, uh, as Jesse Rogers first reported. Transactions unfreeze upon ratification, which is expected to come as early as today, meaning free agents can sign and trades can occur. Uh, and as I said, the final vote 26 to 12 in favor of the new uh, labor agreement. I'm telling you, this is big. You get a 162 game season in uh, and an opportunity now to have a full season. So, all of the diehard baseball fans that were freaking out that they were going to lose baseball and baseball is dead and I'll never watch baseball again and yada, yada, yada. All of you people. Well, it's all done. It's all done. They're going to play, and they're going to play soon. And don't forget, March means plenty of important tournament action, the place to watch all your favorite games. Enjoying your own indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin with plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room. And we're talking bocce ball, darts, pool tables, foosball, table tennis, uh, shuffleboard. And then while you're there, sell down and have some great food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up. <laughs> With all the extras, visit their Facebook page or Q Club of WI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. I can tell you that Adam McKelvey, Brewers.com, MLB.com will join the big show tomorrow. Uh, Adam Roberts efforting to get, try and uh, wake up Tim Allen from his nap uh, and get him on the air. If he's not answering, just forget it. Just leave him a message, and then uh, he can call back. Not a big deal. I'm sure he is sound asleep, uh, and it would figure that Tim would be sound asleep while the biggest news to happen yet uh, would occur with the MLB lockout uh, being over, uh, you witnessed how nervous I was and stressed I was over this whole thing, Adam. How are you doing now that this MLB thing is done?
3: Well, it is in the nature of a producer to be focusing on like four or five things at a time. And Tim, you will wake up to a few voicemails from me when you do wake up. But, ah, oh, I'm happy. It seems like just well, it was just yesterday you asked me how long are you expecting this to take, and that take by me seems very outdated now. When I was not expecting things until around Memorial Day or
2: early June. So, uh, yes, I am very, very happy this has gotten done. Now, I am also equally incurious about what free agency will now bring and uh, if there will be any moves made by teams of interest to us. Right, and that's, and that's where we are right now. Now, uh, now, it's a matter of how long does it take to get ratified, and I'll, I'll be dead honest with you. I have no idea, none, uh, how long that thing takes uh, to get done. Jesse Rogers from ESPN. Baseball is really back. Nine inning doubleheaders and regular extra inning rules return. Man on second is a thing of the past. So those days are done. No more runners on second base. No more uh seven inning games uh in doubleheader situations. None of that. Back to regular uh baseball at the end of the day. Now, this is the other thing uh that I am um Kind of intrigued by and interested in. Uh, Bernie Pleskov, Universal DH, expanded postseason. More teams and cities involved in September. We'll have to see everything that's in the CBA when it gets unpacked. That's the other thing I want to see. Pitch clocks? Uh, That I'm assuming made it. That's what they said. The pitch clock was part of the deal that everybody was agreed upon here. So that will be new to baseball. Uh, Enlarged bases? I believe that was supposed to be in this, this package as well. Now, again, we're just going on reports from the reporters because that's all we have to go on. We haven't seen the CBA. We haven't been in the room in the negotiations. So, in large bases, that should be a part of this. Pitch clock should be a part of this. And shift bans as well. Those three rules will not go into play this year, I don't believe. I don't believe. I think those rules will go into play in 2023 because I think for that type of deal, I think it's a one-year delay. So, I don't believe those rules would go in this year. I think those rules would be in in 2023 uh, at this moment in time. Uh, Kevin Holden, CBS 58, points out if this is indeed starting somewhere between the 5th and 7th, the Brewers would start their season at Wrigley Field against the Chicago Cubs. So that also is something... to kind of pay attention to and look forward to as well. Bernie Pleskov also putting out, Kyle Schwarber, Nelson Cruz, you both won big today. Sit back and wait for the offers to roll in. The reason they won big is, is because of that universal DH. So now instead of having half a baseball that would be interested in both of these guys, now every team in baseball that needs a DH, see your Milwaukee Brewers, uh, will be interested in these type of players. Uh... Coming and playing for their team. Could you imagine how many home runs? Just think about this for a second. How many home runs could Nelson Cruz hit at American Family Field? 50? 45? I mean, it's got to be somewhere in that area. Without question, somewhere in that area.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Man, 162 games. The whole thing actually got done. I'm amazed. I'm shocked that the whole thing got done. And it's great looking on uh, Twitter and all of these celebratory uh, memes and gifs and whatever you want to call it, uh, coming across, it is is just absolutely uh, awesome uh, to see everybody so excited that the way they are uh, about baseball coming back. And again, we're we're affording uh, Tim Allen, and we will wake him up from his nap. Uh, at some point, he'll get up and we'll be able to uh, get his reaction to this because he he may start crying when he finds out uh, that this thing has actually gone down. Very, very happy. Robbie Makloff and Bart Winkler were telling everybody this morning on Bart Show, don't get your hopes up. Don't 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 fall for it. Don't be a fool. And after they did it, I tweeted out. I said, Well, I'm optimistic this thing gets done today. I think it's going to get done. Um, and it did. It actually did get done. And I'm very, very excited about it. All right, coming up next, we're gonna talk with John Greenberg. Uh, president of the Milwaukee Admirals. Friday fish fry uh, is coming up this weekend. Plus, we'll also reach out to Don with Chillis and get him on quick uh, as well. And get his thoughts on Marquette and Crating going on right now. And then the Badgers uh, they play tomorrow. So both guests back to back straight ahead as the baseball lockout is over. Did you hear what I said? The baseball lockout is over. And uh, baseball to start, uh, right around April 7th, it looks like the Brewers will open up Ad Wrigley against the Cubs. And once they ratify, free agency and trades and all that fun stuff could begin as early as tonight. The MLB lockout is over, Rami Makhlouf. You will not have to scream and yell. Ronnie Makhlouf will come on the air and praise Rob Manfred for getting this deal done. Worship the ground that MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred walks on coming up at 3 o'clock. Probably not. But he should be excited that this deal is done. Good for the players, the 30 players that voted for this as the executive committee, 5 of 8 represented by Scott Boris, uh, voted it down. So good for the players uh, for doing the right thing and getting back to baseball. Players can report to spring training as early tomorrow. Games get underway somewhere in the area of April 5th to the 7th. Brewers would be in Wrigley against the Cubs on the 7th free agency trades and so forth could happen and could start as early as tonight once this thing is officially ratified uh, by Major League Baseball. Just a big, big day. It's Sparky's Midday Madness live from the Lakeland University Studios offering evening and online master programs. Learn more at lakeland.edu slash get started. Big stuff. And a guy that was involved in Major League Baseball for a long time, our guy, John Greenberg, who was with the Brewers for a long time. I mean, you remember that fiasco that was... uh, our guy, uh Bud Seelig and losing a World Series and all of that fun stuff. uh and we didn't get anywhere near to that, obviously, but you've been through labor strife in the past. You know what it's all about,
4: yeah, for sure, it's not pleasant uh to anybody, <laughs> so I'm glad that uh glad that that's over. It's great for the fans uh that baseball be coming back and uh our partners over at the Brewers I'm sure are uh, uh very excited today to be able to. You know, figure out when their home opener is going to be, and get tickets moving. And uh, I'm sure we'll all be excited for the warmth of summer in Brewers baseball.
2: Nine inning doubleheaders, no more runners on second and extra innings. Being an old school baseball fan, does that make you happy
4: to hear? Uh, the doubleheader thing, yeah. I actually, I, my thing with the uh, guy on second base was, I, I thought. Uh, that was actually okay, but if it would have just started in like the twelfth inning, like let's play a couple of regular extra innings, and uh, if we get to the to the twelfth, we need to find a way to to get this done. Uh, helps uh, save pitching and save you know wear and tear on players and everything else. Uh, I didn't mind that; I've actually found that kind of interesting. So, um, but it's gone. So it's really a moot point.
2: Yeah, we move on. All right, so we got that going on. Not only is that going on, but the Milwaukee fish fry. Uh, They play uh, coming up uh, tomorrow and on Saturday. Who exactly are the Milwaukee Fish Fry?
4: Well, uh, the artists formerly known as the Milwaukee Admirals uh, for this weekend are the Milwaukee Fish Fry. So uh, we have uh, uh, transformed into a uh, a new brand for the weekend, and uh, we'll be wearing fish fry uniforms and uh you'll see our staff all with some fish fry gear on and that'll all be available as well in the uh in the team store starting tomorrow you can get a fish fry uh at the uh, uh panther arena of twelve dollars you get uh uh fish fry french fries uh i uh, believe the, there's some cornbread in there there's uh coleslaw so it's a we're, we're really uh, having a lot of fun with this and excited to do it and if you're looking for more information about the uh, milwaukee fish fry this weekend you go to milwaukeefishfry.net uh,
2: and there you can see the fish fry packages where you can also if you buy one of these packages you can get a voucher to go out onto the town to one of a couple of different restaurants for a fish fry too right
4: yeah absolutely and uh there's uh three restaurants in town that have partnered with us on this so you get your ticket to uh to the game you get the vouchers you mentioned uh and you can go to one of the fish fries around town and uh um, you know, great partners of ours to be able to to do this and really be part of the theme. And, uh, you know, the uh, fish fry jerseys are up for auction right now uh, that we'll be wearing this weekend. So uh, people can go to uh, MilwaukeeFishFry.net and uh, check those out. And for proceeds from those are going to go to the Admirals Power, P- Power Play Foundation. And we'll uh, grant out those dollars back to local nonprofits in our community to, to help their causes as well. That's
2: awesome. And this Jersey uh, has like the red and white checkers that you would see like as a tablecloth on the tables at a fish fry. Uh, and then you've got a fish with like fries in its mouth is kind of the logo.
4: <laughs> yeah, we do. It's a, it's a walleye. Uh, so it's a walleye with uh, some French fries coming out of its mouth. And uh, uh, we give a lot of credit to, uh, uh, Nikki Lenich, who's our graphics designer, for coming up with this idea in terms of what the jersey should look like. And uh, we're excited to wear these. Uh, curious to see what they'll look like on the ice. And hopefully, they'll, uh, the other team will be mesmerized by them and we'll score lots of goals and make it a fun weekend against Rockford and Chicago.
2: Yeah, that'll be awesome. And again, you can go online right now uh, to bid on those jerseys for a great cause and get your ticket packages as well. All of that, com slash fish fry is one way to get there. And then you have a whole other web address set up too, right, uh, John?
4: Yeah, Milwaukee, well, net, and then, of course, uh, com for a lot of our other information that's uh, available for upcoming games and uh, promotions that are coming up, including uh, tomorrow night. Uh, just good timing with the Brewers uh, being able to get back into action. We've got uh, our first uh, – or second, rather, promotion with the Brewers. Oh. Uh, first 2,500 fans will be receiving uh, a clear bag, uh, which will be good for when you're coming into both Panther Arena and American Family Field uh, with all you know the bag restrictions and things like that that have gone into place. So uh, field features uh Brewers logo, uh, Admirals logo, and uh, those are, are good for uh, going into both facilities. So you know, the first 2,500 fans will get one of those. It'll make your uh, going to games a lot easier uh, if you want to take a bag into those two uh, two places to watch your favorite teams.
2: That's awesome. John Greenberg, thanks so much for coming on. President of the Milwaukee Admirals of Friday Fish Fry. Keep them coming Friday and Saturday night. Get your tickets. Buy your packages now. MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Thanks so much for coming on, John. Appreciate it.
4: Thanks, Sparky. Go Brewers or Go Admirals.
2: There you go. There he is, John Greenberg on the Great Midwest Bank uh, hotline. Coming up now, it will be Don with Chillis. AR is going to get him on the line. If applying for a home renovation loan as you're feeling anxious, just breathe. The Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com uh, today. While that is happening, while we're getting him on the line. Uh, Just kind of looking at how this whole thing is going to go for baseball. So 162 games are being played. The lockout's over, by the way, if you're just tuning in and not understanding what happened. Uh, The lockout is over. It's done. Uh, They can maybe have free agency and trades open up tonight if they can get this thing ratified. However long it takes to get something ratified, I don't know. Uh, So hopefully that will get done. And they're going to add a series onto the end of the schedule. So there'll be three extra games added on. So one of the series that was lost in the first two series that was lost uh, will be added on to the end of the schedule. And then the other three games will be made up through nine inning double headers uh, throughout the year. So we'll see how that all works, what the new schedule looks like when it's all said and done. Uh, but that's where we are right now. But again, the players union agreeing to uh, this deal. And it is amazing. Simply amazing. So, so happy. Can't wait to have Tim Allen back on uh, after a uh, games as well with the post game show. Uh, negative uh, Rami just walked into the building. He didn't run in throwing up his hands celebrating, just walked in disappointed that Rob Manford was able to get this deal done and save a 162 game season. Like I said, stay tuned. He'll be praising Rob Manfred coming up at three o'clock. Joining us now is Don Wachillis, Journey House College Sports Show, coming up tonight from 6 to 8, like always. What is going on, Don Wachillis?
1: How are you, Steve? A bit of a busy day for you, I take it? I'm so happy.
2: I, I I'm telling you, <laughs> I was getting so stressed. From about oh one o'clock until this thing finally happened, when word came out from John Heyman that the executive board for the players shot this thing down, and then when word came out, five of those eight are represented by Scott Boris, I about lost my mind. I'm like, if this ends because of this, I'm going to be furious. But thankfully, calmer heads prevailed. The other thirty guys that they were able to vote this thing through. Scott Boris probably not happy. Too damn bad. Uh, we have baseball back. How big of a baseball fan are you, Donald Chillis?
1: I think I'd be a step below you, Stephen. I mean, I'm excited that baseball is going to be back. I'm excited always when the Brewers are ready to fire things up, because it means it's summer here in our fair city. But uh, I, I don't think I have the same exuberance that one Steve Sparky Pfeiffer has right now.
2: See, I guess mine is mine is a couple of twofold on this thing, right? So. My, my first reason for being excited is because I love watching the Brewers and going to games and all that stuff. So that's part of it. The second part of it uh, is having kids that play baseball. You know, they want to watch their games on TV. They want to go to the baseball games and that whole deal. So I think that's the other part of my right. excitement, not only for myself, but for my kids who also want to watch the game and go to the games too. And again, even if you don't go to Brewer games, just having – even the local games in the area that still would have been played, like the Milkmen, the Timber Rattlers, and so forth, and the Chinooks are all still great entertainment venues, but Brewers games and tailgating and all that stuff, Don, there's just something to it.
1: Yeah, there's obviously a next level to it, right? Like you said, with the Chinooks and the Milkmen, all great, but there's just something special when you walk through American Family Field and you come up that gangway and you see the field, and especially right now, when you look outside and you see the colors that exist, which aren't very pleasing whatsoever. And you go into American family and that grass is green, uh, like it's the middle of July. There's just something special about it. You're right.
2: It's just amazing. It it, it really is. There's just something different. Uh, okay. So quickly here, uh, Marquette and Cradion playing right now, they're at the half. Uh, I think it's a three point game before the graphic went off the TV. Uh, your thoughts, what does Marquette need to do in this big East tournament, uh, to be solidified and in the NCAA tournament. Do they need this one against Creighton to solidify themselves? I think the last bracket I saw, I think, had him as a 7 seed. Marquette's down 29 26, by the way, at half.
1: Right. Down 29 26. I don't think they need the Big East tournament to solidify. I think Marquette is in. So even if they what, lose
2: this game, you think they're still in?
1: Yes, I do. I, I think they're locked. They've got uh, some great quad one wins uh, throughout the regular season. I think the resume even though you've got a bad loss against DePaul on the road and so forth, I think the Big East tournament is going to be with regards to seeding. So right now, as you say, I see anywhere between a 7 and a 9. If you lose today, then I think you could be looking at a 12 seed maybe. If you win a couple of games, you could move up to a 6 seed. So for me, Marquette, it's all about seeding right now as far as the Big East tournament goes.
2: Yeah, and that selection Sunday is obviously coming up Sunday night and. I'm looking forward to the Wendy's Big Show on Monday because we have Travis Deaner on uh, at 12.35 on Monday, so we'll get the Marquette perspective from him. We have Bronson Canning on in the first hour of the show at 10.35 to get the Badger perspective. They play tomorrow uh, in the Big Ten uh, tournament, their first game. For them, where are we talking as far as moving up and down-wise for them based on their success?
1: I think they're locked in at a two. Uh, So for me going into the big 10 tournament, even
2: if they win it, you don't think they can move to a one?
1: No, no, I don't. I I don't think, I think they'd be in the discussion, Steve, but I don't think they would get the one. And for me going into the tournament, I don't play Johnny Davis. I just don't. I, I rest him for the big one coming up, which will be announced. As you said on Sunday, I let the other guys take care of it. I might throw him out for a few minutes to test it, get his confidence because everything that you read is that the ankle is good to go. But I'm not playing him. I'm not risking it because I think this team has got the potential to make a bit of a run once we get into next week and the big tournament gets underway.
2: I got to tell you, I'm a scaredy cat in most situations. Uh, Get nervous about protecting players, doing stuff like you're suggesting. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody suggest a college player rest in a conference tournament to get him ready for the NCAA tournament. At first, when you said it, I was like, oh, that's crazy. But then as you continued to talk, (laughs) you talked me into buying into resting Johnny Davis and thinking that's okay. Now, I don't think Johnny Davis will agree to be sat if he can play, mainly because of draft stock. You want to play as much as you can to have those big games to raise your draft stock if possible. But I'm not opposed to the idea possibly of – Maybe costing yourself a game by not playing Johnny Davis. I think I think in a brief amount of time you swayed me to possibly consider this.
1: The euphoria of baseball has taken over, and now I've been able to sway one Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on an idea. I'm very happy with myself right now. I just the big ten tournament Steve means nothing for Wisconsin, at least in my eyes. Yeah. I, I think, think they're locked in that. They're locked in at a number two, yeah. and then let it go from there. See, and I,
2: I guess coming into the call with you, I was thinking if they wanted, they could end up with a one seed. And there is a huge difference, in my opinion, between being a one and a two, and the road you traveled on.
1: It is, it is, it's a very big difference, and it's amazing to even you know have that type of discussion when you're talking about a one and two seed. But you're absolutely right when the bracket comes out and who you have to go through in order to get to the final four. But I just don't think, even if they win, you know, the Big Ten Championship being the last tournament game before the unveiling, I think everything is locked in already pretty much by Saturday evening, early Sunday morning. And I don't think whatever Wisconsin does would be enough to sway what will be the four number one seeds.
2: All right. Uh, so, how far <laughs> do you think they both go in the in their conference tournaments, providing Johnny Davis um, plays? Marquette's down three at half.
1: Providing Johnny Davis plays, I'll start with Wisconsin. I think that could be a semifinal matchup. It depends on who you get hooked up against, and that's what makes conference tournaments so much fun. These guys have seen one another all year, so there's really not much of a wrinkle you can throw in that they haven't seen throughout the course of the season. But I would put the Badgers into the semis, and then from there, anything else would be gravy. I think right now, I think Marquette will end up beating Creighton today. I think they get into that game tomorrow against Providence, and then I'm not quite sure what takes place from there. I don't see them getting past Providence tomorrow.
2: All right, very good. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, don't see them getting past Providence. So, well, maybe, they, maybe, they'll, maybe they'll win, too. Maybe either way, no matter what happens here, it's a successful year for Shaka just to make the NCAA yeah. tournament with what yeah. he had to overcome. It's a successful year for him. Definitely successful for the Badgers, regardless of what happens. They win the big tournament, uh, the Big Ten, co champs, whatever. Nobody thought they would probably be in the tournament either this year. So, successful seasons for both programs, regardless of how this ends for both programs. Don with Chillis, Journey House, College Sports Show tonight. You and Dan Underberg, what do you got on the show starting at six?
1: Yeah, we're going to obviously be talking about Marquette, and we'll be talking about Wisconsin. Eric Haslam from Haslametrics, the very best when it comes to bracketology from an analytics standpoint, is going to join us. Then we're going to talk with Mike Shower. He's the head coach over at Wheaton. They're in the uh, Sweet Sixteen on the men's side in Division Three, but he was also the chair of the selection committee. And so I've got some questions to throw at him because, granted, Division One, Division Three, slightly different. But I think as far as what takes place in that boardroom, I think there's some similarities. So we'll kind of break that down as well.
2: There he is, Don with Chills. Check him out tonight, 6 to 8 here on the Fan Journey House College Sports Show. Thank you very much, my friend. I'll be listening tonight. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Take care. There he is, Don with Chills. Great Midwest Bank hotline of applying for home renovation loan. As you're feeling anxious, well, breathe. And let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. More details coming. Ken Rosenthal, executive uh, subcommittee for the Players Union, voted 8-0 to against the deal. And teams voted 28, 26-4 to in favor. Sources tell The Athletic. Dissenting teams uh, that voted against it were the Mets, big market. Yankees, big market. Houston, spends a lot of money. And St. Louis. Those were the four teams that voted against it. We don't like the Cardinals, so I'm not really not all that surprised by that. Uh, and John Heyman first with that breakdown. So there you go. Subcommittee voted 8-0, to zero, and the team said, we don't care what you think, we want to play baseball. And they'll get to play baseball. Once that thing is ratified, free agency and trades can start tonight. Players can report to spring training as early as tomorrow. Uh, then we're talking about uh, spring training games starting about a week from today, possibly, or somewhere in that area. Uh, and then the season uh, for the Brewers, it looks like would start April 7th at Wrigley against Rami's Cubs, and we'll talk to Rami Makhlouf, and I'll tell him the new name I have for his show, because the Rami show, let's face it, it's Ryan's course. I have a new name for him. We renamed it. I'll tell him what it is. Coming up next here, on Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Sparky's Midday Madness presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Friday Fish Fry, Milwaukee Fish Fry, tomorrow and Saturday. Get your tickets, get your ticket packages, milwaukeeadmirals.com. The segment brought to you by Tally's Tap and Eatery. Their selection Sunday bracket party is Sunday with two ways to play, win cash and prizes. Check their Facebook page for details. Tally's Tap and Eatery, Sunset Drive in Waukesha. John Heyman with some numbers for you, Rami Makloff. Mm -hmm. As the lockout is over, Mm -hmm. John Heyman, our Odyssey MLB insider on my scorecard union, got a very good deal. $230 million uh, luxury tax threshold in 2022. That's a 9% raise. $700,000 minimum, that's a 23% raise. $50 million bonus pool for pre-arb, that's all new money. Qualifying offer likely goes away, assuming the world draft is agreed to. Universal DH, Draft Lottery, full service time for Rookie of the Years and more. How many playoff teams? So there we go. Uh, Nothing in there about that? I hope it's 12. Mm, I would assume that's what it is because they were not. I didn't see anything today saying that they were agreeing to 14 at some point. Okay, good. Uh, But but again, this is going to be like Adam has been doing all day. This would be you guys. Uh, just continuing to click refresh on Twitter to see these details as they continue to come out uh, throughout the whole deal. Uh, So, yeah. All right, so Rami Makhlouf, I I was going to tell you, I got a new name for your show. I'm sure this is going to be flattering. It's not. Um, So instead of the Rami show, because, I mean, it's nothing against the Rami show, uh, but we could do something a little bit more creative and different. Anytime
1: Sparky starts
3: with nothing against, it's about to be something against. Oh,
2: it's definitely against. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How about... Bully Sports, weekday afternoons from three to six with the bully, I'm Robbie McLaughlin. You went after Toby this morning on his show. I was listening in my office and I was like, what wait a minute. So we're changing our show's name, but we're not changing Bart's <laughs> show, who doesn't even know if it's the Bart Winkler show or the Bart Winkler morning show. Well, or the fan his, morning show with Bart that's, Winkler. Right? That's funny. That's There's three that's, different that's, versions of it. That's yeah. funny that you should bring that up because yeah. For weeks, I've been asking Bart, Bart, let's make a new open. What do you want me to do with the open? What do you want to yes, do? Yes, please. And he keeps saying, sure, 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 I'll write something, and I still have nothing. Can I get a new so, open? Yeah, I told you. Bully sports. Weekdays, 3 I'm to not, 6. I'm not a bully. And this is, the, I'm this the is it. I'm the thing from a bully. Th- this is All what right? it is. You are on Twitter. Right. Call in and get bullied by <laughs> Rami Makloff. Weekdays from 3 to 6. I mean, it's Perfect. Yes, you are a bully. Did you not just see what Evan, what Rami tweeted at Evan? No. So <laughs> he was mean to him yesterday in the draft mockery yes, too. He was you so were making mean. fun of his Wait, I mean, what are you doing? What is your problem? He was making fun of it too. No, yeah. you are on take control, man. A joke. So, I was listening to that too. Evan can take a joke. you For those who aren't on Twitter, uh, Rami and Evan both tweeted the same GIF of uh, Smalls from San. Yeah, a lot same. of people have been tweeting that. Play one, ball, and yeah. Evan, t- you know, Evan tweeted it first, and Rami tweeted. It couple minutes afterwards, Evan's like, did you just steal my tweet? We'll talk about it during draft mockery at 5.30 today. And Rami (laughs) tweeted to Evan, didn't even see your tweet. I've paired my timeline down to only people with blue check marks with a gif of saying, do I know you? Yep. Oh yeah, I see it.
3: This guy...
2: Who does he think he is? Evan's response was I'll have you know I've applied three (laughs) times for verification and haven't gotten it yet. But just you wait. That's why that's Evan's response. That's why I said that, because I know it's I know it's I know it's a sticking point for him. (laughs) Again, but you're not a bully right bully sports weekday afternoons three to six with the bully rami Call calling and get bullied on. every afternoon <laughs> that's on the fan funny come on yeah you are Can we have a laugh you, you know what <laughs> you need an intervention with Leroy baller who does anti-bullying into schools that's what you need yeah you need I'm an intervention from Leroy. sam would you call me a bully hey am put i this a up? bully yeah stop adam am i a stop. bully stop stop i want you to make it a poll question <laughs> I want you to make a poll question, Sam, on the twelve fifty account. Sparky <laughs> thinks Rami's show should be called Bullying Bully Sports. Weekday afternoons, three to six. Rami says he's not a bully. Is he or isn't he? And I'm then not, yes or no. I'm not a bully. Yeah. Dude. No,
0: we're just tweeting out is. Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.